Hello and welcome to Biblical Moments. I am your host, Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for listening today. Today I want to talk about the importance of sound doctrine. My friend, it's not true that just because you attend a so-called Christian local church that the teachings there will be consistent with the Word of God. Today I will be teaching from Paul's letter to Titus chapter 2 and I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. Stay with me as I address the importance of sound doctrine. One of the most priceless benefits of the Bible is that of sound doctrine. Doctrine refers to teaching, but not all teaching is good for you. Now there are some who feel that the subject of biblical doctrine is overrated. They think that some of us make too big a deal about the importance of sound doctrine. But I believe sound doctrine is not an option but a must to be a healthy Christian. I believe that sound doctrine is not an option but a must if the church is to be the dominant force in the earth that God intended for her to be. And I believe that if we add or take from what God has given us, we will be less than what he intended for us to be. It seems to me that the church today is drifting farther and farther away from sound biblical doctrine. Now, the current trend in the church would not matter if the kind of teaching we get does not matter. But it does matter. It does matter whether or not the doctrine we receive in the house of God is sound or not. In his letter to Titus, Paul the Apostle writes to Titus to instruct him to present sound doctrine to the congregation. You see, Titus was a pastor. So this epistle, like those Paul wrote to Timothy, is a pastoral epistle. Paul writes to Titus about this matter because Titus is a pastor and sound doctrine must come from the pulpit and not the pews. So in chapter 2, verse 1, Paul says this to Titus, Speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. Now the key phrase in that verse is sound doctrine. Not just doctrine, but sound doctrine. The word sound comes from a word that means healthy or sound. You see, not all teaching is healthy. Some teachings in church are not good for you, but are harmful. Unhealthy doctrine will make you an unhealthy Christian. So in this chapter, chapter 2, Paul explains why he is appealing to Titus to teach sound doctrine. First, 
Paul addresses the elderly men in the church. He says in verse 2, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, in patience. Now, some people may think that elderly men in the church should automatically arrive at that level of Christian maturity mentioned in verse 2. That is, sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, and patience. But think about it. If that were true, why would Paul be inspired to instruct Timothy to speak sound doctrine so the elderly men could arrive at the place mentioned in verse 2. So even the elderly men in the church need sound doctrine. Next, Paul addresses the elderly women in the church. He says in verse 3, the aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things. Again, the message is clear. Spiritual maturity and healthy Christianity are not happenstance. They don't just happen because of how long you have been a Christian. Paul addresses the elderly women in verse 3 because people of all ages in the church need to be properly taught in order to become the champions that God intended for them to be. And notice the last part of verse 3. He says for the elderly women to be teachers of good things. The reason for that is found in verse 4. There Paul writes that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. So this verse addresses young women in the church. And we know that young people don't always conduct themselves in accordance with verse 4. They can use some help in that area. God wants the preacher to present sound doctrine so the elderly women can become teachers of good things so they can in turn pour into the young women in the church. I know this can be a problem because some young women think the elderly women are too old-fashioned and they don't understand today's generation. Well, there's a lot of truth in that. But hear me, biblical truth and Christ-like mentoring are timeless. They apply to all generations. Paul has some more things to say about the young women in verse 5. He says to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. So God is calling the young Christian women to be good models of the word of God. Now, let me say something about the first part of this verse. In the King James Version, we find the phrase keepers at home. That phrase in verse 5 literally means to attend to household affairs. Of course, today's mothers or wives do more than that. 
Many of them work outside the home. They have successful businesses and professions. But even when that is the case, they must not forsake the business of taking care of household affairs. Young Christian women can't be so consumed with moving up the ladder of success that they disregard their responsibility as a wife and or mother. Last but not least, Paul addresses the importance of sound doctrine in the lives of the young men in the church. In verse 6 he writes, Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded. Now this is similar to what he mentions in verse 4 about the young women, to be sober-minded. Our young men in the church need to hear sound doctrine so they can become properly grounded in the way they think and act so they won't be followers of the silliness of the world but followers of Christ. So these verses address some of the benefits of sound doctrine for the elderly men and women and for the young men and women in the church. The point is that every believer in Christ needs sound doctrine. We need it to help us to become the person God has created us to be. One of our challenges, however, is that although sound doctrine is what we need, that's not what many people who attend church want. It's kind of like our natural diet, right? Foods that are healthy for us is what we need, but more often than not, that's not what we want. The more unhealthy choices may taste good to us, but they are not doing us good. The same is true about unsound doctrine. It may sound good, but it does not do us good. So I wonder, when people go looking for a local church, to unite with, how often do they regard the doctrine in that church as the most important factor? You see, many people pick a local church based on the personality of the pastor, or the size of the congregation, or the popularity of the church, or the excellence of the music ministry. But if sound doctrine is not what's provided there, that church is not a good place to be. It's just that simple. You know, I look at the news on television at times, just as I'm sure you do, and I see the total disarray in Washington, and I see our culture imploding from within because of the rising tide of immorality. More than ever, I am convinced that the people of God need to have a place where they can hear the light of God's word. In a world of lies and deception and partisan rhetoric in Washington, there must be a place where we can hear the truth. In a society where traditional family values are attacked 
on all sides and at every level, there must be a place where families can come together and hear godly counsel from the one who created the family. And that place is the house of God. I'm convinced, listen to me, that if we abandon sound doctrine in our pulpits, America as we know it is finished. I'm so happy that God has given us this priceless treasure, namely the word of God. During the creation, God created a man, gave him a wife and blessed them with children. So the world population started out with the family unit. And today, our neighborhoods and our cities can be no stronger than the families that make up those neighborhoods and cities. And the way the church helps families to become strong so our cities and our nation can be strong is by feeding them sound biblical teaching and preaching so they will know how to stand against the wiles of the devil and they will know how to endure the storms of this life my friend i hope that you appreciate the importance of sound doctrine in your life if you are not already in a place where the word of god is faithfully preached and taught you should make it a priority to seek and find such a place. I want to thank you for listening today. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, May heaven's best be yours.